Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Year in Review Regional Roundtable Series, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. My name is Kato Aerts, partner at Lydian in Belgium. The ELA Global Employment Law Year in Review Series is classically our most popular series of the year, focusing on the most impactful regulations of past year and forecasting what employers can expect in the current year. Today, we are connecting with a lawyer from our European region. Joining us on the program is Kelly Papadaki, Senior Associate at Kyriakides Georgopoulos Law Firm. Kelly, welcome. We are delighted having you for this special Year in Review podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you today? Hello, Kato. Thank you very much for having me today. I'm fine. What about you? I'm very happy you are here and I'm doing great. I'm just very curious, actually, to hear all about Greece. What were the most significant legal changes in 2022 that impacted employers in Greece? Well, I should definitely begin with the so-called digital work card. A new system of monitoring employees' working time is currently introduced under Greek labor law. So, in accordance with the relevant law provisions, all employers in Greece will be obliged during the following months to operate an electronic system which will be directly connected to the electronic platform of the Ministry of Labor. This practically means that employees' daily working schedule will be monitored in real time by the government through the use of the so-called digital work card. Currently, the digital work card is applied to banks and supermarkets. According, though, to the announcements of the Ministry of Labor, the digital work card will be gradually implemented to different business sectors following relevant consultation with the employers and the employees' representatives. Within February 2023, we are anticipating its application to insurance companies and security services. Later on, according to the government's announcement, its application will be also expanded to industrial companies. For the last two months of 2022, all companies in Greece have been preparing for the implementation of the digital work card. Within November and December of 2022, all companies were obliged to register all their employees before the updated electronic platform of the Ministry of Labor called Ergani Number 2 and declare all details related to each employee's working time and each employee's working schedule in a digital form. This was the first phase of the implementation of the new provisions related to monitoring of employees' working hours. The second phase will include the broad implementation of the digital work card to all companies in Greece. Another significant change within 2022 was the transposition of the EU Directive 1937 of year 2019 regarding whistleblowing into Greek law. The new law Law number 4990, introduced in November 2022 in Greece, establishes a system for internal and external reportings of violations of EU law, provides, among others, for the protection of the reporting persons, analyzes the procedure to be followed for the submission, receipt, and follow-up of reports of whistleblowers, and provides also for the sanctions to be imposed in case a violation occurs. In accordance with the newly introduced provisions, companies of the private sector in Greece are expected to establish internal reporting channels by appointing a competent officer 
to receive and follow up on reports. Therefore, companies in Greece are adapting their internal policies in order to comply with the new legislation on this matter as well. That's very interesting. I think the whistleblowing part sounds very familiar. That is across Europe, of course, something we hear a lot. The first one is very specific, the digital work card in Greece. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that as the year progresses. Now, let us talk for a moment about the impact of leadership or government changes in your country. What leadership or government changes, if any, of course, impacted employment law in your jurisdiction over the past year? And what changes are you anticipating in 2023? The Greek government introduced significant reforms following a new employment law issued in June 2021, which aimed at the modernization of the legal regime governing employment relationships in Greece. The new law included provisions which safeguard employees' rights, providing for increased protection against violence and harassment at the workplace, and provisions enhancing work-life balance, and at the same time, promoted flexible working arrangements and flexibility of employee termination. The same law stipulated provisions relating to the introduction of the digital work card. And during the previous year and going forward, it is a part of the government's agenda to proceed with its implementation. Also, given the increase in inflation during 2022, which according to the Greek Statistical Authority was 7.2%, The government recently announced its intention to further increase the statutory minimum salary in Greece within the following months. Currently, the statutory minimum salary is 713 euros and an increase of around 5 to 6 percent is anticipated to be introduced by April 2023. In practice, on a sectoral and company level, we have already seen salary increases being included in collective labor agreements signed during the previous year. As a result of the increase of the inflation rate during the past year, employees' unions negotiated salary increases. Consequently, we can say that the majority of collective labor agreements signed in 2022, both sectoral CLAs and companies-level CLAs, included salary increases as well. Going forward, we have the new government elections in the following months in Greece. Therefore, we anticipate that the new government will proceed with other changes that may impact the labor market. Very interesting. Thank you for that update. I think those topics, the ones you mentioned in terms of inflation and an increase of salary, and then also finding a balance between well-being and protection of the employee on the one hand and flexibility on the other hand, are topics we see in Belgium as well. So it's very interesting to hear that that is going on in Greece too. Let us switch to a very topical question on remote work. We've discussed it many times over the past year or years even, but it continues to be a hot topic for employers across the globe. And I was wondering how is Greece tackling hybrid work from home, return to the office and cross-border remote work, or shall I just say work from anywhere? Is that possible in Greece and what's happening? Well, yes, Cato, you are right. The COVID-19 pandemic has demonstrated that work from home and other flexible working arrangements can be a physical alternative for office employees. During the last year, many companies in Greece have been shifting to hybrid working models, combining remote working with office time. Therefore, it seems that hybrid working is becoming very popular for both employees and businesses. During 2022, in our experience, 
we witnessed an increase in employment agreements and policies providing for a hybrid work week and for work from anywhere. The recent employment law in force as of June 2021 in Greece provided, among others, for the minimum standards that shall apply to employees working from home. Such provisions included, among others, the requirement to have a written agreement in place with employees who choose to work from home, the employer's obligation to reimburse remote working costs, the employee's right to disconnect outside agreed working hours and during their annual leave, as well as the employee's obligation to respect legal working hours and daily rest periods while working from home. Another hot topic is the applicable healthy and safety measures, which shall be included in employment agreements and policies, as well as the employee's obligation to safeguard their professional and personal data while working from home. Therefore, companies updated their employees' employment contracts and created relevant policies in order to comply with the provisions of the new law. Furthermore, during the last year, many, many multinational companies also included in their work-from-home policies the possibility for employees to work from anywhere, even from another country, for specific days or weeks per year. However, given that working from another country may result to tax implications, both for the employers and the employees, before implementing such policies, companies need to review same from a tax law perspective. At this point, I feel that I should make reference to the provisions included in the new employment law aiming at the promotion of work flexibility and work-life balance. The new law provides for specific rights for employees with parental and family responsibilities, including, among others, their right to ask for flexible working arrangements, such as remote working, flexible working hours, or part-time employment. The new law also introduced new types of leaves, both for parents and for caregivers. So, during the last year, we witnessed an increase of application made by parent employees requesting for flexible working arrangements and particularly requests to work from home in order to better balance their work and personal and family needs. That's very interesting. I see the same tendency in Belgium where employees are given a bit more rights to make sure that their work is adapted to their private life and not the other way around. So that's interesting to see. And also on the uh, work from anywhere topic, I think that's very trending in all of Europe. Although I would think that people in Greece are happy to stay and work in Greece, and it's rather the Belgians traveling to Greece to work there because the weather is significantly (laughs) better. And then maybe the final question for today, we've discussed 2022 at length, but I'm curious, what are your predictions for 2023? regarding employment law updates or changes that you anticipate will have the biggest impact on HR and employers in Greece? Well, yes, 2023 will be a challenging year. One thing that we are anticipating to see for sure is the impact that the implementation of the digital work car will have, especially on multinational companies, given that usually we can say that their culture is rather conflicting with the notion of time tracking of employees' working hours. Another thing that we are anticipating within 2023 is the transposition of the European Directive 1152 
of year 2019 on transparent and predictable working conditions into Greek law. The directive provides for more extensive and modernized rights for all employees in the European Union. The relevant provisions include the employee's right to receive written information on the essential terms of their employment relationship, introduces a limit to the length of probationary periods, provide for the employer's obligation to grant cost-free mandatory trainings to workers, imposes limits to the application of restrictive covenants, and provide for the employee's rights to be informed in advance in case additional work is required to be performed. So we are anticipating an update of the existing legal framework in order to reflect the increased standards set by the new European Directive. Following the issuance of the updated law, which will transpose the European Directive into Greek law, employers will need to reassess the content of employment contracts in order to adapt to the new legislation. 2023 will be definitely a challenging year for the labor market in Greece. The Greek government called the reforms essential and the new provisions aim to bring Greece in line with the rest of the European countries and at the same time align Greek legislation with the new digital age. Well, I'm looking forward to hear more about all of that in the coming year then. It seems like indeed a challenging year for Greece and I'm sure we'll be able to record another podcast throughout the year. I'm happy to host that one. I guess that's all the time we have today, Kelly. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us on this special ELA Year in Review podcast. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Kato. It was a pleasure speaking with you too. And thank you listeners for tuning in. I hope this program has been as insightful for you as it has been for me. If you would like to connect with Kelly, please click on our bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. Information about all the programs available in the 2023 Year in Review series can be accessed in the notes of this podcast. You've been listening to the Year in Review Regional Roundtable, a series brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Kato Arts. Thanks for listening.